Hey. hey! Welcome back to the Island Shuffle. I'm your host, Bean. And Jim. Jimothy Brown. Jimothy Brownothy. Guess what we do on this podcast? Uh, I think we talk about Lost. <laughs> You're right about that. But there's a twist. Here's the twist. It was Jack all along. Oh, Jack was the island all along. The island the island was within us all along. The real island was the friends we made along the way. That actually is the end of the show. Sorry, spoilers. I made a joke about... Uh, I made a, like, meme joke, and then I remembered... No, that's actually the end of the show. I forgot. If your uncle Jack helped you off a horse, was it Jack all along? I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> it's just a little riddle. <laughs> the answer is yes. Help you off a horse. I don't. Where's the? Why a horse? It is. Uh, so this is something I learned in I think the fourth grade. Okay. And it's something that twelve-year-olds say, or maybe ten-year-olds say, um, and it goes: If your uncle Jack helped you off a horse, would you help Jack off a horse? Uh, okay. But it was a little play on that. Okay, a little schoolyard prank. A little schoolyard uh, humor. A real like, look, look under there. Underwear. Underwear. Yeah. Un- what? Made, well, the trick is that I made you say what? Underwear. Yeah. Is there any other ones that we know? Uh, no, I think those are the only two. Those are the only two. Those are the only two. It's like but, a real, it's a real East Coast West Coast. It's a real New Brunswick PEI uh, dichotomy where uh-huh. you either you either had underwear or you had the jack off a horse thing. Uh huh. And those were the only two. Yeah, those were the only two. Um, I'm glad we could confirm that. And now the purpose of the podcast is complete. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Uh, we've done it. Um, and we'll catch you next week. No, of course not. No, uh, we uh, still have so much to talk still about. Have, we have a lot to talk about. On this show, we should say what we actually do, which is we watch Lost, but we watch it out of order, as determined by a random number generator. And would you guess how many episodes of Lost there are? Guess right now. We'll, we'll wait. Well, that's incredibly accurate. That's who nice said guess. that? Who, who was that? Who... Who barged in here and squeaked that little answer <laughs> Who barged in very quietly? <laughs> um, there's 120 episodes. There's 120 episodes, and this is episode 5 which of 120. Which is incredible. Which means that we are one-somethings. We're one-sixtieth of the way through this endeavor, I think. Wow. Or one-something? I don't think that math quite checks one, out. It is not one-sixtieth, no. that's for sure. It's one, one or one-twenty-fourth. One-twenty-quarter. It was one twenty. Quarter, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's good. Math math is hard after you've just watched an episode of Lost. What episode of Lost did we watch this week? Well, we watched episode sixteen. Yes. Of the entire series. Yes, the sixteenth episode. We popped the top of a fresh season, season one. The, the freshest season. Mm, this season won the Emmy for best drama the year no that it was. It sure did. It swept. It swept the nation. What other dramas were going around gone around then? Do you know? Uh, I don't was know. Dexter going on? That was probably pre Dexter. I think that was pre Dexter, pre your Mad. Was Men The Wire the, still on? The Wire was still on, but The Wire did notoriously got very snubbed by the Emmys. Oh my goodness! Can you believe it? It's the they gave it to Lost and not The Wire. Let's oh, change no. our show. Yeah. Let's talk about The Wire. Let's, Let's talk about The stuff. Wire out of order. So in this episode, McNulty is mean to me. <laughs> McNulty has sex with someone who's not his wife. Yeah. But 
That sort of makes sense because his wife has divorced him. Yes, he's divorced, but he's still <laughs> cheating him. I mean, and, and then there's also boat people for some reason. Bunk? That character's bunk, if you ask me. Yeah, he's just... Oh, boy. What kind of bed does McNulty's partner sleep on? Uh, I'm trying to think of the... Uh, uh, A bunk bed. Uh, I was trying to come up with another episode. I knew the answer. I was trying to come up with another character from The Wire, and I couldn't. Ah, uh, yes. Well, was, there was... was bu- Not Bubbles. Was one Bubbles? Bubbles was a character, for sure. Okay. Hey. Enough horsing around. This isn't a Wire podcast. This is a Lost <laughs> podcast. I tried. I tried to make it a Wire podcast. We, we tried. got pretty far. We, 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 we did our best. Okay. So this episode is called Outlaws, season one, episode 16. And boy, I don't know where to... Sp- Let's just start with the obvious hook, which is that we're five episodes deep. And this is the third episode we've watched... Centered around the protagonist, apparently, of the show, <laughs> Sawyer. From my experience, the majority of the show deals solely with Sawyer. Yes, he is a rich and powerful character who drives the show with his conflict and his sass and his regrets. And his consistent ability to every single episode that's about him within the first five minutes. Yeah. He's taking a woman to bed. He is. In this episode, he does not succeed. He the fuck count remains at zero in this one. Yeah. Uh, sadly. Uh, so, God. Okay, so... You know how we watch season two episodes, and we were like, this is a crazy show? And we watch season six episodes, and you we were like, this is a different show. Mm-hmm. In many ways, season one is also pretty much an entirely different show. It's a very show. different show, yeah. It's pretty much a whole new show. There's a lot of... Um, there's literally zero mystery at all. Yeah. None, none of the, like, mythos at all is a thing. The plot of the... The on-island plot is, um... Uh, the on-island plot is basically Sawyer... A boar fucks with Sawyer's camp, and then Sawyer sets out on revenge against this boar. Yeah, there was no mystery to there's the no show. Mystery. There was no supernatural. There no. was no... There was a pig. Yeah, there's a pig, and it fucked with Sawyer's camp. It was a show about a pig. The show about a pig. The main, like, the most, like, the hot drama of the episode came primarily in the flashbacks. When yeah. we learned about Sawyer's sordid deeds. And they were sad. Mm-hmm. We learned all about Sawyer's mm-hmm. past, all about his childhood incident, the mm-hmm. thing that set him off on yes. the path of crime that he has been on yes. ever since that day. Yes, we, the very first scene is a scene that we actually have discussed before, which is the scene of Baby Sawyer... Under a bed, his dad comes home all pissed off, uh, and they're screaming and scuffling, and we see it, like, from... All we see is Sawyer's point of view, really, from underneath the bed. So we, so we see a closed door and the light creeping out from under the door, and we hear, like, scuffling and screaming, and then a gunshot, and then the sound of a body falling, and then the door opens, and his dad, in cowboy boots, sits on the door... Sits on the door. Sits on the bed. Sits on the door. And then we hear a gunshot, and then snap, Sawyer's back awake on the island. He's sick. He's done remembering his horrible trauma. He had had enough remembering. Yes. For one episode. Oh. But then he remembers later. Yeah, he'd spend a lot of time remembering. He just, I guess it was just enough remembering for that one moment. Exactly. I guess they wanted to do something in the episode that wasn't just him remembering, because he needed to fight a pig. Absolutely, he needed. He has to. Someone's got to fight a pig. 
Uh, yeah, the... God. I just keep thinking about how everything in this episode is such a stark contrast from even the season two episodes. Yeah, the season two is all about the Dharma. It was all about this gigantic, mm. like, sort of uh, conspiracy-esque, mm. like, very large-scale thing. Mm. And this was... There was none of that. There was no mystery yeah. whatsoever. It, yeah. was, it was a lot of... The Odd Island stuff felt very... I don't want to say slice of life-y because it's not like the most natural... It's not like super like, oh, this is right out of my life. Uh You know, fighting a pig and then sassing with my friends. But it did feel very, very... Like, uh... Character-driven. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good way of putting it. It was a bit soap opera-y. Yeah, Sawyer was sure. sad. Some, for sure. Everyone. It seemed like every single character, actually, that was featured prominently. Mm. And I'm talking, so Sawyer, Kate, Saeed, Charlie. Yeah. Um, I think they were the most prominently featured. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jack. But all of them experienced a plethora of emotions. Mm-hmm. They were like melancholy and yeah. sad and happy. Yeah. All and, of them. Yeah, and then getting by and dealing with their... Uh, traumas that they've committed. Um, they've all killed a man. They've all... Most of those men... Most of the dudes we've mentioned... Jack hasn't killed a man. I don't man. think Jack has killed a man. But, yet. I mean... Yeah, Jack. Could he even kill a man? <laughs> well, why don't you watch and see? Out. Why don't you wait and see? I'm sure eventually we'll get an episode dedicated to not Sawyer. Oh my god, I... Yeah. Who do you want to see the most? Who? I would like to see a Hurley episode. Uh, I would love a Hurley episode. Uh, I kind of want to, I don't know, there's a little, there's, the thing is there's so many, like, options, and some of them are not good. I could go for that Charlie episode. I I sort of hate Charlie, and I want to like him. I think that's what those, like, the classic thing about Lost is like, ah, this character stinks, and then you watch his episode, and then you're like, no, he's actually a good guy. Yeah, I know his backstory. I could, I could really fucking tear the bone off some Lock episode. Fact. Yes. The only thing I vividly remember from a Charlie episode is a Charlie episode introduced me to the song Wonderwall by Oasis. Oh. That was the first time I had ever heard Wonderwall. I remember looking it up and being like, wow, that's a great song. And then I Googled the words, today is going to be the day. And then I watched that song like a couple times. Yes. This is this is a revelation. <laughs> this is what Lost sort of gave. I think that's why it won the Emmy. I think so, yeah. I think, well, I mean, I don't think Wonderwall was that huge a song until Lost came along. And yeah, I mean, it. Oasis was okay, and yeah. then Lost came out, and they had to break up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how, you know, Nine Inch Nails had that Hurt song, and it was fine, and then Johnny Cash along and came along and really made Hurt into something else. Do you think this is kind of like Cash, that with Wonderwall. Like listens to Nine Inch Nails? Uh, no. No. A- absolutely not. I wonder how that one came about. Uh, Rick Rubin said do this song, I think. Oh, good. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure all those series were like, hey, check out this song. Maybe you could do this. And, and he was then like, Johnny yeah, was like, ooh, ooh, could I ever do this? Yeah, I'll show you. Wow. All right. I don't know. Maybe maybe Johnny Cash really did like throw down to Pretty Hate Machine. Who knows? They should have a Johnny Cash episode in this show. I feel like there must be. There's probably yeah. I feel like Locke is pretty much Johnny Cash. 
You know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Patsy Cline. All the Kate episodes have Patsy Cline songs, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a Kate episode in a no. long time. Yeah, that's another one I'm curious. I remember, I remember there's a couple episodes where, like, they have, like, three or four episodes a season. Mm-hmm. And by, like, season two, it's clear they're, like, spinning their wheels. Uh-huh, I'm pretty sure because they, like, pretty much yeah. went through all the aspects of someone's backstory that they were yeah. ready to create. Exactly. And now it's, like, they're just, it's just, like, I don't really care about this. I don't really care about the time Kate, like, got married or whatever. It was brief, she said in this mm-hmm. episode. What um, else happened in this episode? Literally not very much. Um, the biggest. Let's let's dive into the flashback stuff because I feel like that's the real. Like, no, that's what actually, the episode was for. That was that was, a, was for his, the flashback stuff, and then we get like some lighthearted uh, character stuff on the island. Um, so we see that grim flashback. Then we see the flashback where Sawyer is. Getting it with the lady. Oh wow, that was yeah. incredible. You know that Sawyer is a. Na- <laughs> I'm not even gonna finish what I was gonna say there. Well, what awful. I thought was amazing about mm-hmm. that scene was he made out with the woman, mm-hmm. and then they were both on the bed, and it yeah. was like Sawyer, you dog. Yeah, it was literally every all the all three. I I can't even get this thought out. All three Sawyer episodes we've seen, the first flashback scene we've seen. Has been this was the Sawyer. second flashback scene. The first flashback scene was the death of both of his <laughs> That's parents. true. That's true. But the first scene's featuring Josh Holloway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had him there making out and horning it up. Well, I bet... Like, what do you do mm. as an actor when we, you just keep getting handed this exact scene we over were, and over and over again? We were literally like, we, we can't wait for the briefcase to fall out and him to go yeah. we weren't supposed <laughs> to see that and then some other fucked thing happens. Um... What happened? What actually happened was before they. Why came, didn't Sawyer get get to have sex with this lady? The the reason is because he was about to. He was a, he was about to, and I was right there. I was cheering him on. <laughs> we were, so, yeah, we were so proud of our son. Sawyer. I wanted to see them tastefully covered up by sheets. <laughs> yes, and then pillow talking, and then sassing, and then Sawyer going, "Whoa, I'm late." Sorry, yeah. Uh, and then the well, she wears thing. one of his uh, fucking mm-hmm. shirts. Mm-hmm. Real, uh, you know, class. How people make love. You know? <laughs> how human beings make love. <laughs> how con men make love. Yes, how the grifters do it. Um, <laughs> so, before they can get down to brass tacks, uh, light goes on in the corner, and there's a fella, and he's like, hey, I'm going to interrupt this because this is awkward. And it's uh, like, yeah. And it is awkward, and you're right. But what if he waited? What if you? just with the full scene of them, like two minutes, and then like cut to them covered in sheets, and then like click. That was great, guys. You did a good job. Look at you. Wow. Um, that would have been. That would have been way better. Yeah, that would have been a better show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what happens. He interrupts them and goes, "Hey, guys." I gotta talk to Sawyer alone, and the woman leaves, and Sawyer violently attacks him and says, "You weren't supposed to talk to me. Where did you do and following me all the way out here? You're from my past, and I don't like you." And he says, "I know why from your sort of past, but I've got <laughs> the, the Tampa, news. the Tampa, the Tampa job. job. <laughs> he was mad. He says, like, look, this will make up for the Tampa job, and Sawyer says, nothing's gonna make up for the Tampa job. And <laughs> do you think?" 
The thing that Sawyer was so mad about with the Tampa job was the fact that he had to spend time in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an office job in Tampa. <laughs> Exactly. He was like, oh, I thought we were going to go meet criminals and shoot people get, up. But instead, you convinced me to work for Amazon in Tampa. I didn't get no benefits and, uh, <laughs> and I never got my overtime pay. <laughs> you laid me off, sir. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Boss. So Sawyer is mad because his old boss came in and interrupted his sex mm. about to talk about the old office job yeah. that he had had in Tampa. Yeah, but then he says, well, this will make up for it. I got a lead that'll tell you where to find a man named Sawyer. You know, the same man you took your name from. Same man what grifted your family and made a murder-suicide? Mm. I don't think it quite sounded like that, but he definitely... It's not like we were being accurate before, so why start now? <laughs> May as well go full tilt. Um, you know that man who... He rode a horse up to your house and he... Killed your family. <laughs> <laughs> you know that man? What else What else have we got? <laughs> um, <laughs> that man, he... Uh, Keep going. Keep going. He's the reason your ice cream cone drips down your hand every day. He's the reason you wake up every night and think of a boy. <laughs> um, so, so, he flies up to Sydney, has a talk with a fella in Sydney, buys a gun illegally, and, oh, the, yeah. and the gun salesman says, this seems like a gun, well he says it in an Australian accent because it's Sydney, he says, this seems like a gun. <laughs> Not going to keep doing that. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this seems like a gun. <laughs> this seems like... <laughs> you know, you know how Australian people just talk a little deeper and that's this the accent? This seems like a gun. This I... seems like a gun. <laughs> this seems like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it did seem like a gun. I mean, yeah, he wasn't wrong. I mean, he's a gun salesman. I would hope that he could at least identify it. He had, like, the first time he handed him a horseshoe, and he was like, oh, nope, not a gun. Oh, not again. Damn it. Uh, Shoebox. Ah, oh, no, that's just where I store my gun. Oh, this seems like a gun. This seems like a gun. Uh, and he hands him a gun, and he says, you know what? This seems like a gun for murder. <laughs> not not just scaring, but for stone cold killing, and you're not gonna know, you know, when you killing's hard, and some people don't have what it takes, and you'll know when you you know cock and loaded and all that. That's I don't know a if bullshit heard... thing for him to say. Yeah, like Sawyer, in fact, points calls him out, and he's like, you know, aren't you supposed to be selling me this? <laughs> yeah, just sell me the gun. Like, yeah. who do you think you're selling these guns to? Yeah, he's all about like, oh, this ain't one of those scaring guns that I'm always selling. Like, who is buying these guns that yeah, are specifically only... not powerful enough to kill someone, yeah. but do a great job of scaring? Yeah, someone? they really spook him. He's selling, he's selling like prop guns. He's selling those guns in Looney Tunes that like shoot out and then unfurl like a little yeah, piece exactly. of paper that says bang on it. You've been served. Yeah, exactly. It says, uh, it, you, he shoots it and then the flagpole pops out then the flag pops down and in Australian it says, this seems like a gun. So Sawyer takes his gun. He takes his gun, and he, and, he, and he tracks down this Sawyer man, the real Sawyer, supposedly. And he sees him parked at a truck named Sweet Shrimp. Sweet Shrimp. He's selling shrimp, 
out of a food truck in the middle of pretty much nowhere. Yeah. Really? He should. He really mm. should have put his food truck in the middle of somewhere. In the middle of somewhere. I feel like Sweet Shrimp would make a killing in downtown Sydney, or at least, yeah. like, at least Melbourne. Yeah. Those are, those or are, even a smaller Australian town. What else? There's Perth. Perth is a place in Australia. Uh, there's probably more, I bet. I think... I didn't watch all of Kangaroo Jack, but... <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. Formal apology to Australia. We were wrong about your, we're wrong about your accent and your geography. We're really blowing it on all Before fronts. Before we do the next Australia episode, I will watch all of Kangaroo Jack. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That's definitely something that Australia will appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, he goes up to the, to the, in a really actually intense scene that I kind of liked, he goes mm-hmm. up and he says, and the sh- guy at the shrimp cart just says, you know, what are you having, mild or spicy? And so he's growl, gr- like, sitting there, like, looking pissed. You see, like, him, like, holding the gun at his side and it starts to shake and he's just like... Spicy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the guy just is like chatting him up, and he's like, "Hey, you're American. I love Americans." And Sawyer's just like trying not to lose his mind because he's bad at murder. Uh, so the moral of the story is that murder is hard and will weigh on you severely mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Which uh, I mean, I mean, I believe it. I believe it. That's as far as morals go. Sure, I'll take it. I haven't it. killed a man yet, but I assume whenever it happens, I won't forget yeah yeah I, I i buy that you know as far as as far as lost crazy buck wild schemes go this is one of the more believable ones i was in scotland mm-hmm. and uh there was this there's this guy he looked like a real gruff guy and he i asked him for a gun and he was like do you know what it feels like to kill the man well, that's the end of the podcast forever. <laughs> Good night, everybody. This Good night. Was a... This was, uh, we made it four and a half episodes before we realized that we were uh, in too deep. This is an inappropriate use of uh, bandwidth. Yep. yep. It's definitely, I mean, you're free to delete it. You're free to stop watching, stop listening, whatever, however you Don't are. stop watching Lost. Don't stop watching Lost, but keep, uh, oh, we gotta, of course we're, of course we're gonna keep going. Of course, yeah. we're gonna keep telling the story. So that didn't really happen, by the way. Yeah, I was never in Scotland. You were never in Scotland, and a man never killed anybody. Hmm. Um, so, okay. Sawyer eventually chickens out, goes to a bar, and retreats, and he's just taking shots, and he's sad, and he's like another bartender, and he's like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "I, another bartender," and I. I'm definitely really having a lot of fun doing all these really super accurate impressions of all the characters. Uh, give me another bartender. <laughs> Classic Sawyer line. Give me another bartender. Um, I think maybe later I'll go find a woman and uh, <laughs> make sweet love to her and then uh, break my briefcase on the way out. As I rush out, I look at the clock and go, oh, shit. Uh, uh, it's too late. Well, you American bartenders, you're all the same. Us Australians. <laughs> We can't handle you crazy yanks. Give me the cash, bartender. That looks like a gun. <laughs> oh, man. This that a... one's going to keep coming back. I mean, it's I know, and it's nobody's fault but my own. So he's sitting there drinking at the bar, and another soul, another lonely drunken soul at the bar, starts chatting him up and saying some drunk bullshit at him. 
And as the camera pans over, we, the audience, realize this ain't just any random old bozo. It's an American. It's another American. And his name... Is Jack's dad. His name is Jack's dad. His name is actually Christian, I think. Uh, which makes his full name Christian Shepherd. Christian Jets. Oh, Christian Shepherd. Ooh. Fucking get it, dude? Boo. Yeah. Boo. Boo. That sucks. You know what's crazy? What's that? I think after learning that... Mm-hmm. Like, so Sawyer had the gun on him the whole time, right? I assume when he was, like, uh, yeah. shots. It's a tiny enough gun, I'm sure. In that moment, he should have shot Jack's dad. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say your name was? Oh, Christian Shepherd. You ever read the... Bu- <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a gun. That's just a bartender would say. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we... Well, the audience. The audience who's watching this normally... And we also know because we've seen the show before, but Jack's dad is a disgraced alcoholic surgeon who was put out of a job in a testimony from none other than Jack himself. Bad boy Jack, BBJ. Bad boy Jack, but maybe he did the right thing. During his uh, chat with uh, uh, Sawyer, Jack's dad reveals that, you know, my son thinks... That I hate him, but I'm actually very proud of him because it took him a lot of courage to do what he did to me. Oh, what he did for me. Uh, and he, you know, it wasn't easy because I was, the whole reason he got canned was because he killed a guy uh, <laughs> on the table because of his alcoholism. Yeah, he had so, a couple too many drinks at lunch. Mm-hmm. And then after lunch, he went and accidentally killed a man. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you work in like, uh, in like, uh, say you work at a gas station and you have a few too many drinks at lunch, if you go to work after, you probably won't kill anybody. No, you won't. But if you're a surgeon, you've kind of got a responsibility to stay sharp. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I think, I think it's the same thing, you know? You're, yeah, you know, the more I think about it, I think, uh, <laughs> Gas station cashier and surgery is a real one-to-one there. That's why, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I think... I was about to say, I think he should have just got fired and then not have any other consequences, but that's basically what happened. Yeah, okay, so it seems like you're on the same page. (laughs) Okay, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, God... Uh, that was a hot take. That was that's a take and a half. You agree with what the hospital did, consequences are for drinking on the job? Honestly, yeah. The hospital. Now, <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so the dad was like, "I'm proud of my son, and I love him, mm-hmm. and I could phone him and tell him all this, and it would solve all of my problems." But instead, I'm gonna drink myself to death in yeah. Australia. Yep, and that sure enough, that's what he goes off and does, and he goes to drink himself to death in Australia. But not before telling Sawyer, or giving him a piece of advice. And that piece of advice is, whatever is causing you to suffer in here, you should go take care of it, basically, because mm-hmm. don't wind up like me. A guy who's gonna die from alcoholism. You should go com like commit a murder. Jack's dad basically like he doesn't know that he's doing this. He's just like go cure what ails you. Go actually deal with it. Not like me. And Sawyer says, "Yeah, okay, I should commit that murder." 
Uh, <laughs> I do you ever think that like maybe you accidentally said that to someone once and you're like you thought hey, you were buddy, giving... you should really go for it you yeah know? you were you thought you were giving some friendly advice and exactly. then was a little too friendly <laughs> a little too friendly a little a little killing friendly a little, a little too murder oriented uh, so then... so sure enough goes back to the shrimp truck at closing time commits that murder and he pulls out his famous iconic letter that he wrote when he was a wee lad and starts Let her re- go, Sawyer. Let her go. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> it just came out. I, I understand. I, I completely understand. The compulsion to make puns is a strong one. Uh, Sawyer pulls out his letter, starts reading it, and the guy's like, what? Mr. Sawyer? I've never been a Sawyer. I Did that guy send you? I would have paid the money. I would have friggin' paid, buddy, and then he dies. So Sawyer didn't end up killing his the fella what has been tormenting him all these years. He just killed some guy that owed the Tampa guy money. He was just being played. He was being played. It wasn't worth all the murder, and that's what's been tormenting him. That's what the hog is. That's what the hog. The hog is. It's a Lord of the Flies esque metaphor for the beast within us all. Have you probably. read the Lord of the Flies? Yeah, I read it in uh, middle school, high school maybe. Is it good? It's all right. It's pretty like definitely better than I thought it was. Yeah. Was, was it be. scary? Was it like? It was pretty. It gets pretty creepy. It gets pretty intense. Those kids definitely commit murders. Cool. I want to read it. And I one and one kid one. and one kid like has a gnarly hallucination. About like a dead boar's head on a stick. It's pretty. It gets pretty wild. Cool. Yeah. I'll maybe I'll read it. Yeah, that's uh, and like the premise is the same, except like different. But the premise is kids get stranded on an island. What happens to humanity? Except in Lord of the Flies, it's uh, all reason goes out the window. And in Lost, it's the island was within us all along. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is pretty much a one to one. That's a really funny comparison. It's like one is like a really interesting, yeah. like intricate portrait of what humanity is. The mm-hmm. other just devolves into absolute yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's worth noting that like this, it like like the first season feels like on another level in how enjoyable it is to like look at and watch these characters interact with and be friends with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, that's most of what the... That's most of what's going on on the island is Sawyer is, like, I'm... Like, the boar, like, takes apart his tent and he's like, I'm gonna fight this boar. And Kate's like, you're... You sound like an idiot. You, this, you think this boar really has a vendetta against you? And he's like, I don't care. I'm going after this boar. And he goes into the forest and, like, fucks up repeatedly. And Kate follows him and he's like, you're a dumbass idiot. You're just a, such a goober. And, like, it feels... Like charming? Yeah, absolutely. It's charming like, is a good word for it. Yeah, it's like I feel like at this point they just haven't exhausted the characters at all. Like exactly. the characters are still interesting. Whereas mm. I mean, to bring it back to season six all the time is so, sort of unfair. That's pretty unfair. Of how crazy it is, but mm-hmm. but it's like season six Sawyer is a fucking like a. Uh, what is the word? He's like a joke of himself. What's mm-hmm. the word? He's uh, a thing of himself. He's an he's a parody of himself. He's a parody of yeah, himself. There, yeah. there we go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just imagine, I said that twenty seconds ago. Uh, well, I'll do some editing wizardry, and uh, the, they won't tell the difference. Perfect. Um, and like, 
there's a bunch of like weird little moments like when they're out hanging out in the jungle they have a really long scene where they're drinking like little bottles of airplane liquor and mm-hmm. they start playing like never have i ever the drinking game and they just like start like you know it starts off innocuous and then eventually it turns into like them slamming each other kate is like well i never carried around a letter because i can't get over my emotional baggage and i never chased a boar for and i never blamed a boar for all my problems and so it's like begrudgingly immediately takes a sip and then it and then it eventually ends with them going i never killed a man and then they both drink why why in that moment were they talking in an australian accent (laughs) (laughs) well why wouldn't they be this show's just crazy uh yeah no 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 no. and that that's that is really what feels different here Mm -hmm. is it's less about this gigantic ridiculous plot it's less about, like, the Dharma mm-hmm. Initiative is this incomprehensible thing that's yeah. out to get us. Or yeah. it's less about, like, this island mm-hmm. is this incomprehensible yeah. thing that's out to get us. Yeah, the more the more present mystery is, did Sawyer commit a murder? And how, like, is, and how is he going to c- cope with that? Not just in the past, but in the present. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the other B-plot on the island, uh, we've been going for a bit, so I just want to touch on this. The bee plot on the island is... There's bees. Um, there's bees. There's a million bees, <laughs> and nobody knows what to do with them. Uh, we get a scene out of nowhere. Uh, I had to kind of... This was a jarring scene oh, that yeah, I had to remember. because you didn't I, I kind of forgot. Really. Um, but, I, I had seen it, too, I guess. So but I uh, but if memory serves, uh, Charlie and Hurley are burying a body. And that body is that of... Uh, Ethan, I believe. Yeah, we assume. We assume uh, Ethan's a fella who, uh, inf- he's one of the others who infiltrated the survivors, and they eventually find out that he was never on the plane, and murder him because of all the terrible things he's done. He doesn't whole, even go here. He doesn't even go here. It's a you know classic Mean Girls meme. Uh, yeah, I watched that movie recently, and uh, I'm in. You're in? I love it. Have you had you never seen it before? I have never seen it before. Wow. Which is crazy. It would have actually been like a... Mm-hmm. Probably like top 20 movies. I think it's oh, really, right. really incredible. It's definitely a remarkable movie. That yeah. definitely, like, when you strip away all the, like... I definitely spent, like, too long on Tumblr and saw it all get, like, uh-huh. broken down into, you like, You saw the gifts. entire movie yeah. through, like, these the, screenshots. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I was like, you go, Glenn Coco. And I was like, please stop. <laughs> please just let please just let me have peace, um, but but yeah, that movie like you take that all away and the movie absolutely holds up. It was incredible. Yeah, I yeah I don't really want to look at it on the internet because no, yeah, it's really yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. It's just an yeah, hour yeah. and a half. Of your yeah, life. it's very. You can find like the like let's let's go ahead and date this immediately. I'm sure you can find like the Comey testimony as told through Mean Girls gifts uh-huh. or some shit like that. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, so, so Ethan doesn't go there. So Ethan doesn't go there, and, like, they're burying the body, and I believe Charlie is the one who committed the murder. And I, and as a result of this murder that he committed, uh, he's been kind of weird and distant. He's sad. He's sad. And Hurley goes up to Saeed and says, Hey, you were a soldier in the Gulf War, right? Do you know how to, like, deal with PTSD, basically? And Saeed says, Okay, I'll... I'll talk to him, and he goes and has a chat with Charlie and says, hey, dude, uh, I know what it's, I, I know what you're feeling, I know that, like, haunt, that, that, that feeling that'll, that's, like, haunting you for the rest of your life, I feel it, 
uh, all the time, pretty much. Uh, you're not alone. Stop pretending to be, is his advice. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, blunt, but, like, seems appropriate. Okay, Saeed is a really good character yeah. in this iteration of the yeah. show. And it, it sort of reiterates... Mm-hmm. Um, how uh, shitty it was to watch yeah. him in the, at the end of the show or in the last couple episodes because yeah. he didn't do anything. He was mm-hmm. he was like such a useless person in the season six episodes, mm-hmm. but in the present he's like really interesting, really resourceful, mm-hmm. and I I mean he actually plays a part in mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's such a shame how like ev- yeah everyone in season six just becomes like. Hurt, like fucking weird empty empty shells of themselves and it's such a bummer um and by the way the way Char- charlie you know charlie's over it is he asks claire to go on a walk with him Aww. which is like cute and also like not sure if getting over a murder is quite that easy but mm-hmm. uh but uh I'll, I'll, yeah I'll, but i'll i'll buy it the second that he had that little talk he was like oh i'm all right now yeah i'm good i'm ready to i'm ready to to it's also, like, disorienting, like, in a show that, like, one of the first shows to kind of treat death as, like, uh, just kind of, like, a callous, not, I don't want to say callous, but, like, like, your Games of Thrones of the day, where it's, like, everybody dies and you're a fool for liking anybody good because everybody dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the, f- what this is a show to blame for that a bit, I think, because it definitely goes off the rails and treats, like... Uh, it's definitely not as bad as Game of Thrones is, but it still does a lot of. It likes like, to kill. Likes to kill. Likes characters. to kill important characters for drama. Mm-hmm. Likes to kill uh, non-important characters for uh, drama. Likes to likes to do a lot of murder, uh, and it's weird seeing it treat the deaths like, you know, like they're affecting people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When like you know later seasons have like whole swaths of the survivors blowing up and everybody just being like whoa that was crazy too bad yeah yeah <laughs> shit we gotta keep going and it's just they like were only in the tail section yeah it doesn't like like even like season two like Hurley sad about Libby but nobody fucking cries about Anna Lucia no, at all no 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 Anna Lucia is dead and then she's like she didn't even get buried. She didn't even get they, buried. They just left her in the hatch for the rest of the series. <laughs> for four years, she's like, laying on the couch. God, yeah, it's a, that's a real, like, it's a real shame. And, uh, yeah, it's a bummer. I'm trying to, I think that's pretty much the, oh yeah, how does, there's, there's a couple other things about the boar, the Sawyer versus Boar plotline that I want to highlight, um, including a scene where yeah, I know exactly the scene, where you're going. The, a scene where they find they manage to track the Boar's like home basically, and Sawyer manages to find a little like Boar piglet, and he's like, "Hey, now we know we live. He lives there." And then he starts like holding the piglet up and being like. And like screaming like yeah. here, piggy, 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 piggy. Here, piggy, 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 piggy. It's a wild scene. I and actually Kate, have it in here. And, and Kate gets pissed and leaves. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Even though she doesn't really leave. She mm-hmm. just like walks ten feet away yeah, and, and then follows like, Sawyer. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, but I do have written here specifically about that scene. Whenever mm-hmm. that scene was going on, mm-hmm. I wrote down uh yeah, piggy, piggy, piggy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, piggy, piggy, piggy. It's a good line of dialogue. We should do it in an Australian accent. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, pick it, pick it, pick it. That's how Australian sound. <laughs> uh, and the boar versus Sawyer plotline wraps up with uh, Sawyer has the boar at gunpoint, and he says, "Hey, maybe I shouldn't kill this boar." And he doesn't, he doesn't kill, kill the boar. He doesn't go through with it. Maybe he's maybe he's starting to grow. This Sawyer guy. Maybe yeah. he's maybe he's remembering the murder he committed, and he's going, you know, was it worth it? I don't think it was. No. Oh. And then he runs into Jack, gives him a gun, and uh, catches. Uh, kind of, they kind of shoot the shit a bit. And Jack says, "That's why the Red Sox will never win the World Series." Oh. Which, guess what? Same thing Jack's dad said in that bar. So Sawyer said, puts two and two together, and goes, "Your dad a doctor?" And Jack says, "Yeah, my dad was a doctor. He was a surgeon, and he got fired." Blah blah blah. Why are you so interested in my dad? And Sawyer goes. No reason at all, and saunters off, and that's the episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was an episode. That was an episode. A couple of other things I want to highlight about season one episodes is that the camera is way shakier. It was so shaky. It was insane. It was bananas. There's a few scenes where the camera like holds still, like in the the Never Have I Ever scene or the scene in the bar where the scene where the camera seems like it's very like. It all seems very composed, but everything else is, like, real, like, your classic early 2000s, like, let's, you gotta shake the camera a bunch, because otherwise it's not real. <laughs> you know how when you're hanging out, you just move your head a bunch? Yeah, you're just moving like this. <laughs> you're, you're rocking, you're just, your body is writhing uncontrollably. Yeah, that's how, the, that's how we trick people into thinking it's real, is that it's... it's <laughs> Real people don't don't compose shots beautifully. Yeah, you can't like focus on one thing. Yeah, exactly. You can't just hold your gaze steady and then zoom in slowly. That's not how people are. It's gotta be real. You gotta be swiveling around like a wild man. Yeah. So that was bizarre. Yeah that that took some getting used to for sure. Uh, I can see why they stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and honestly, you know, for all the for all the guff we give the later seasons, and as deserved as all that guff is, glad they grew out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any other thoughts that we want to share on the episode Outlaws starring the protagonist of the show, Sawyer? I thought it was fun that the guns were in play again. The guns! The most important part of the show is the gun. <laughs> of course, there's a famous... According to what we've seen. Yes. It's so funny how the process of just randomly generating yep. episodes yep. just like... Ties things together mm-hmm. in ways you wouldn't expect. Yep. We love guns. We love Sawyer. When it's like these are so far away, and I'm sure they're barely mentioned in mm-hmm. between. Uh, for the for context, because this is the part of the show where surviving on the island and how are they going to get by is still a thing. That di- those dynamics of you know who, who's got all the supplies, who's got all the water, who's got all the medicine who's got all the guns the guns and Sawyer's got one gun uh, unaccounted for that he kept for himself and he uses it to try to murder this boar until he chickens out and then gives it Jack at the end what was the who's the actor that plays Sawyer Josh Holloway Josh Holloway do you mm-hmm. remember around this time whenever the season was airing mm-hmm. after this episode he released his really great hip hop video it goes like got one gun <laughs> what are you gonna do, Jack? Did that happen or was that a fever dream? <laughs> At night, I'll attack. I think I I I I I don't know what to make. Got of. one coming. I'm the chosen one. 
everybody knows that you are your dad's son and I met your dad in a bar really far away in Australia uh, I want to sail with you across the ocean back to America welcome to hysterica you're in a fever dream want to go take a bath in the stream wow <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dispute heavily that that ever happened. That was real. I remember that. I, I remember that. Oh my god. Got one gun. My favorite part is that there's no beat to it. It was very ahead of... Very, very avant-garde. For... It was specifically because I'm not a very good rapper. But that was actually... Um, how it went when he wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Josh Holloway is a gift, is, a, is gifted a rapper as anybody. Uh, yeah, as anybody. <laughs> I mean, you know, Young Thug. Uh, and then uh, what was his other Josh single Holloway. that he came out with a bit later? Was uh, this looks it was like a again. bit more of an R and B song. It was like "Fuck You" and then my briefcase falls. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. What that. was it like to lick my balls? Oh, I think we've gone a bridge too far. I think you had. I think you had a good moment until you had to bring the balls into I know, it. I was. I mean, it was Josh Holloway once again. I'm just yeah, recounting right, right, um, right. historical events at this right. point. I think. I think, well, they I think took it off YouTube, but it is on Vimeo. Yeah, you can find it on Vimeo. You can find the 30 minute extended cut on uh, Daily Motion if you dig deep enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> e yeah, you can find it on Newgrounds. Uh, um, I think it was like Google Video exclusive, mm, and then when that like, yeah. went when they, away, yeah, it all they, went away. Yeah, well, they bought YouTube, so what are they gonna do with Google Video? <laughs> no one was watching it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's <laughs> on that note. On that note, on the note of Josh Holloway's two <laughs> minor hits, I think it's. T I think. <laughs> I think we've pretty much exhausted all we can talk about. Uh, the episode Outlaws. Here's the thing: three episodes out of five out of Sawyer. Run out of things to say about Sawyer. Oh my god! The next one cannot be about Sawyer. Uh, I think that if it is about Sawyer, we should allow it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think. Uh... I think the problem is that we're gonna have to go into the rest of Josh Holloway's discography. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We have to go to the deep cuts to album. That's cracks, gonna be. That's skits. gonna be an incredible one. I yeah. think. Yeah. If it happens. We should brainstorm songs. Yeah, yeah, and then we can talk about it and be like, it's the same as every other story episode. He's he's mad and he's sad about his con past. Uh, meanwhile, here's you know his hit, his hit. from uh, when this episode was released. Yeah, I was a con man and now I'm just playing in the sand on the beach. That was back when he was a blues artist. He really, he was real jack of all trades in the hey, music industry, wasn't he? Was Sawyer of all trades, I suppose. Sawyer of all trades. All right, we should. Oh, what's the other? I did make a Sawyer joke that I wanted to say. So Sawyer, what's that stand for? It stands for. Uh, I don't know. What does it stand for, James? It uh, it stands for I uh, saw your mother last night. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we that should... That was the last thing in my notes. Uh, I think that we should both be placed under arrest. Uh-huh. Uh, this has been the Island Shuffle. <laughs> Fine.
Never again. Never again, except for probably next week. But, uh, yeah, never again. Never again. Never again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Oh, by the way, you can follow me on Twitter, at Barrier Trio. You can follow James Brown, at, at James Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us. We'll have uh, RSS feed up soon, hopefully. We're yeah. going to have some album We're going to get a picture. We're going to have the whole nine yards, I hope. Thanks again. Keep on rocking and get lost.